0: Do you want to come with me? Do you want to come with me? Do you want to come with me? Because you do, I should warn you. I should warn you. I should warn you. You're going to hear all sorts of things. Views, episodes from the past, adventure affections from the future. They say something to do with Doc 2 happened. It won't be quiet, it won't be safe, and it won't become. They'll tell you what it will be. Tell you what it will be. Tell you what it will be the trip of a lifetime do doo do 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 welcome to you and who's army hi guys not really sure how to start this but welcome to my podcast welcome to you and who's army if you're wondering what why my podcast is called what it is i shall explain why my favorite tv show is doctor who which will more often than not be the main topic of discussion on the show. on the show for a number of years, I've watched every single surviving episode. I've been to filming locations. I've collected a fair amount of memorabilia, and I go to comic cons about any Doctors, companions, guest stars, and behind the scenes folks. So yes, more often than not, Doctor will be the main point of discussion, as previously said. There'll be other things as, as well. you will be to theatre perhaps uh, every now and again, and retro comedy. Hence, where the army comes in to represent Dad's army. Uh, another favourite of mine, and other comedies. For a while now, I've considered setting up a podcast, so I've never really found the time. Obviously, with the current health situation of COVID-19, I've found to have a lot more of it. So here we are. Let's get started. Now, I'm sure many of you are aware of last week's hashtag, Save the Day. If you aren't, I'll explain. It's the first of what seems to be several planned tweet-alongs of Doctor episodes, where everyone tweets as they watch the episode all at the same time. It got quite a lot of media attention, with Ingrid Oliver, Oscars, Neil McIntosh, Vastra, Dan Starkey, Strax, and Stephen Moffat joining in. Along with BBC continuity announcer Duncan Newmarch, did a proper announcement on YouTube. I'll include the link in the description if I can, but i am not quite figured all this out, so if I can't, sorry. Stephen Moffat joined Twitter, especially for the occasion and his own commentary. The real highlight of the evening was the special introduction that Moffitt wrote with the starkiest tracks Trax, albeit as a puppet version. It was hilarious, obviously anything with tracks is in, in is, and once again, if I can, n- no promises or anything, I'll provide the link in the description. While I've watched Day of the Doctor many, many times since its first broadcast all the way back in 2013, what I think I especially noticed this time is how amazingly cinematic it is. It feels like a film, which makes sense given it was in 3D and had many things to compete with, such as last year's Bond film Skyfall. The tiredest helicopter scene feels very much inspired by the previous year's Olympic sketch with Bond delivering the Queen to the stadium, if people can remember that. There's been no Who Who London filming since Death in Heaven, I I believe, and because there's not that much London filming in New Who, it's always very exciting to go to the capital, I feel, seeing the pictures it's the home of classic Who. The visuals are just so brilliant, especially during the Time War scenes. Really like Ken Bones as a general. I was very excited to see him back in Hell Bent. And here's an interesting fact for you: Rosie Jane, who played Bill's mum in Series Ten, plays a time lady in the War Room. Kate Osgood and McGillop, are all pretty good in the Osgood in the unit scene. Sorry. And in the last year, I wish McGillop had been in more episodes. Why is not an interesting character as such? I think he works really well in the whole situation. Although Unit had been in New Who before that point, this feels more of a traditional Unit romp from the classic series, several Unit personnel roaming about. As for all of the drop-two villains, I have to admit the Zygons do seem a tad on the unusual side to include in the story, but in other ways it makes total sense. As the plot reasons the episode leans more towards New Who than classic, I also, also approached to have previously used villains in the story as opposed to just some random new one. At the end of the day, the unit slash Saigon plot doesn't really matter, because it's 2nd fiddle to the main plot, a representation of how wars can start out, such as the Time War. At the end of the day, it's nice have a nice sort of nod to the class- classic series, much like Coal Hill School at the start. This bit I've always liked, but fairly recently I've heard rumours that at one point William Russell was going to reprise his role of Ian in the scene, which obviously would have been absolutely amazing, but he had to pull out due to health reasons, which I'd say was, that would have been nice, and... Quite unexpected at the same time. Now, I say this possibly, obviously, here I, d- I don't want to end up confirming too many weird, unfounded rumours, but I'll go ahead with it anyway. Possibly, him putting out I thought inspired Moffitt to put Tom Baker as the curator in at the end, as originally I've heard they were going to CGI Hartley into the scene and have John Gala, who recorded the new audio for the Saving Gallifrey scene, and also. Voice title for the Planet of Giants reconstruction on the DVD, but this doesn't seem 100% plausible, so I'm going to probably go with it. it's an unfounded rumour. In all honesty, it could be said this episode it, it influenced the Capaldi era more than Time did. Series 9 in particular, the Zygon 2 parter and Hellbent are obviously very direct sequels, and even Series 8's Goodman arc feels stemmed from this as the Doctor begins to reflect on the Time War after the end of time. I've always admired Moffat's story arcs, and I was always able to link everything together. Now, I do think quite a lot of f- foreshadowing w- was at play here. Like I said, he opened up the Who legacy for another f- 50 years. So I thought I'd read out some of the top tweets from hashtag Save the Day. I was hoping to read out some of Steve Moffat's, but sadly he's now deleted his account, as it was only, only for the watch long, based on some previous issues he'd had with Twitter. I've actually thing you don't have Twitter. I thought I'd share some other opinions from the great wide Twitterverse. Emily Cook, who organised watch along, said, Doctor was trending number three World World tonight. Their fans from over 30 countries are watching together, which is brilliant. Ingrid Oliver said, Just finished a live video over, over on Instagram to discover Oscar is trending. And then some other people said to them things like, the Tom Baker bit gets me every time. It really is pure magic and such a beautiful last scene. It's so full of hope and optimism. And... Oh, I wish Chris could have just done even a minute, and this music, and a line from the great Terence Dix there. What a legacy left, eh? And this TARDIS set was beautiful. Anyway, coming away from Day of the Doctor for the last bit, I'd just like to, re- to recognise the late, great Patrick Troughton's Centenary. Marvellous actor, obviously, both as a Doctor and in other roles, so happy birthday to him. And also, of course, today, the 15th anniversary of New Who without which quite a lot of us, myself included, wouldn't be here, so happy anniversary. Some other short notices. On Sunday the 29th of March at 8pm, there'll be a rewatch of the first Class episode for Tonight We Might Die, hashtag ClassDW, and on April 3rd, 14th and 25th, there'll be re-watches for the 11th hour with hashtag Geronimo, Heaven Sent with hashtag Hell of a Bird, and the Five Doctors, hashtag Game of Rassilon. Times to be confirmed. And also, just close off from some sad news: Peter Miles, n- not as in Niger from Genesis the Daleks, but the father of Sophia Miles, A.K.A. Madame de pompadour in The Girl of the Fireplace, died on Saturday from coronavirus. And David Collings, who played many roles in Classic Doc Two, having finished, possibly known to be Mordrin, Mordred Undead, died suddenly on Monday morning. R.I.P. to both. My thoughts go out to their families. this podcast is dedicated to both of them. So, that's it for today, everyone. I hope today, everyone, hope you enjoyed the review. More coming soon during this time of whatever madness this could consider to be with COVID-19. Keep safe wherever you are and I hope you all have a really, really nice day. Thank you and good night. Just a quick, two little bits of Doctor Who news that I've just come across in the editing process. Number one the Hellbent watch-along will now no longer be happening on April the 14th but on a different date as yet unspecified and two the first Peter Cushing film Doctor and the Daleks will be released on a new blu-ray but uh, with a new uh, with a new cover art and new commentary by Kim Newman and Rob Shearman so that's definitely it see you next time Next time on You and Whose Army. A review of Rose and possibly a review of Class. So, see you then. <laughs> <laughs> Did it, do 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 do